hello and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. As a quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist, psychologist, psychoanalyst, or psychiatrist, so please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health, therapy, or assistance that you feel that you may be in need of. In my podcast, I'm here to share my journey as a newly single mommy of two wonderful little boys. I was in a very toxic marriage of 11 years and just recently I decided that I was going to take my life back. Um, I will be sharing with you guys my journey as my new chapter unfolds. It's been very challenging and uplifting just been a very interesting journey so I'm here to help and hopefully empower those who find themselves in the same situation or a similar situation to gain that confidence and take their life back as well so once again thanks for listening Good morning. Happy, happy Wednesday. We've made it midweek. This week went by extremely quick, but it's March 6th. So we're in the beginning of the third month. So this is the third month into 2019. Let me ask you, my friends, are we where we want to be? Or are we making progress towards where we would like to be or progress towards our next destination? One thing to really think about is we're never really going to stay in the same place. Comfort is very dangerous. So I'd like to talk a little bit more about that. But we're going to go ahead and take a short break and just hear from our sponsors. I'll check back with you guys in a second. So as I was saying, time is valuable. Time you can't get back, money can be earned. But just the time itself, it's, like I said, it's irreplaceable. So what do you do? A lot of questions to ask ourselves is, are we spending this time as we really would like to? Are we being productive? Are we making the memories that we want to make? You know... Our time here is very limited. It's just borrowed. I believe that time is borrowed, you know, when it comes to a lot of things. You know, and um, one thing that I really like to use as an example, and I always talk to my coworkers about this, and it sounds kind of funny, is, you know, a lot of people like to use PTO, their paid time off hours. And it is funny because... Some of them will use, some people like to abuse that and use all kinds of, you know, PTO for things that don't really, you know, just nonsense. And, you know, that's not my place to judge. However, you know, um, me personally, I prefer to use it for like either emergencies 
or, you know, just having that ability to spend time with my children. And not just like one day. I'm talking about like I want to be able to use that for like a good vacation time. So with that being said, you know, like I mentioned, we're on the third month of this year. It's going by so quick. You blink and it's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> it's insane. So I'm going to ask you guys once again, are you guys where you want to be? And if so, you know, where is your next destination? Where would you like to be? You know, what's, what's next? You always have to ask yourself, what's next? You know, have you found peace in your life? I think when it comes to life, we're constantly chasing something, whether it be success, whether it be love, whether it's that peace of mind, we're constantly chasing after it. And, you know, that's, that's okay. You know, you just, you just have to keep at it and, you know, whatever it is that you want, you, you really have to, you really have to fight for it. You know, a lot of us, and I know that, um, that are in these broken relationships, I find that, you know, we tend to hold on to things and we tend to not follow through with what we want because we're afraid that we don't deserve it. But the truth is, we do. And you have to believe that you do. You have to believe that you deserve more. Don't limit yourself because I don't know if it's somebody that's telling you that you don't deserve it or somebody's telling you that you have to stick around when you don't feel happy. And I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea. I'm not saying, you know, if it's something that you can work out and both parties are absolutely willing to work on things, then work it out. But if you're in a situation where you find that, you know, you can no longer be yourself and be happy, then I really advise you to just Really consider getting out of that situation. If you know in your heart that it's not going to get any better, if you find that you're losing yourself on a daily basis, it's time to go. It truly is. And um, you, have to, you have to regain your strength 
and know that things always get better no matter what they always get better and you know of course you do trust the process but you also have to make sure that you're putting in your effort you know things will come to you your your gut always will be informing you of what needs to be done next or what to stay away from you've got to listen to your soul and you got to listen to you know what what's being said to you despite what other people are telling you you know i i do have to laugh because i have had people tell me you know uh, these are backhanded um backhanded <laughs> comments or posts on facebook and you know i refer to i know this sounds silly because it's social media and you know i should not be looking at these things only because you know it is negativity but i'll be honest my friends i measure i measure my progress or my healing, the progress of my healing by how I react to these certain things. Um, on Facebook, I've actually unfollowed um, or, you know, basically blocked certain posts from, you know, these particular people. And, uh, you know, with that being said, it's just like, I just kind of, you know, chime in and look at their posts you know, um, when I, when I can think about it, but sometimes it's like out of sight, out of mind and it's better that way. But I look at it and I'm like, okay, well, how much does this hurt me? And, um, when I see that it no longer hurts me as much, I know that I'm making progress. And for those that continue to hurt you, that's the time where it's like, you really have to have the no, you know, just strict no contact. Strict no contact, you know, that that's where that, where that really has to end. And you have to be you have to be okay with it. It's going to take some time because maybe, you know, whether it's a, you know, your ex-spouse or whether it's your mother, you truly have to just be okay with that and it'll heal and I promise that it will be a lot better when you don't have that negativity in your life, especially when you're going through so much with, with others or with other things, not necessarily people. And you shouldn't be going through things with people. Uh, if anything, people should be making things a lot more easier for you rather than harder. Um, people that care about you will not put you in any of those uncomfortable situations. And people that care about you will also not you know, um, put your feelings on the back burner. And that's just, you know, 
That's just the truth. So, you know, with that being said, just, you know, keep your chin up and focus on you. Focus on, you know, focus on who is, you know, focus on the people that are helping you and just stick with them. When I say helping, I'm not saying enabling, but just focus on those that are, keep them in your life and keep them close to you. And then you can love your other people from a distance. So I wanted to share with you guys my weekend. It was great. There was a lot to learn. And, you know, I found that when I am doing something that keeps me distracted, it truly helps a lot. Because you get your mind off of the negative things. You don't have time to, you know, really play around with with nonsense and welcome any nonsense into your life because you're focused on the things. I mean, I know this sounds a little bit on the um, harsh side, but you're focused on the things that, that truly matter the most. You know, rather than trying to understand what, you know, you are not going to understand. Rather than because, you know, no matter how many times you try to understand somebody, you will not. So there's no point in, you know, beating yourself up and getting yourself you know, stressed out and frustrated and upset. And I, 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 my friends, had to learn that the hard way. And, um, <sighs> like I said, it, it, it's not an easy route, but you know, it's possible. And truly, once you get out of <clears throat> once you get out of this rut, it gets better. And it's going to keep on getting better. I can't tell you that you're not going to face challenges. But do what you can to stay busy, find a purpose. Find something that makes you happy, you know, and um, I'll be honest, for me, having the ability to connect with people is basically what helps me. It's what cheers me up. It gets me going knowing that I'm able to somehow make a difference in someone's life, even if it's for just a day or even if it's for a few hours or a few minutes. That makes me feel good. I know that I go through things because one day I will have the ability to help somebody that was in my situation. 
and every day it becomes more of a learning experience for me and you know what I mean I'm really starting to learn how to cope with things um, you know I do allow myself to feel at times when it gets really hurtful you know and there's a lot of emotional roller coasters where sometimes it's like you know I I'm actually pretty blessed because I do have um, you know a flourishing relationship and uh, you know it's already had its ups and downs more ups but very healthy downs and I have to say that I am proud of myself because there's certain things that I was not comfortable with where I was actually you know able to to stand up and say you know what I'm not okay with this this is not this is not okay and you know um my boyfriend was actually has always been very good at you know allowing me and listening to me to verbalize or you know express my my feelings um anything that I'm uncomfortable with he's been wonderful at listening and just um you know truly just taking my feelings into consideration so I'll be honest, today has been a good morning. I have a lot on my mind, I truly do, but I'm trying to keep my focus and sometimes these things will happen. Sometimes... You'll find yourself in a very happy place. And then there's times where you're just like, oh boy. How how am I how am I going to how am I gonna, you know, go about go about this? You know, you, you run into some challenges and you're very nervous because you don't know, you know, how this will turn out or or what have you, but this is where you're like, okay, it's gonna, it's gonna work out. And I'll be honest, I've had a lot of these times where I was nervous because I didn't think that things were going to work out or, you know, just all these problems. And, um, you know, I've been blessed because something will come up. You know, I do actually, I'll pray and I'll say, you know, please help me navigate through this. Please help me find a solution for this. You know, I, I, I'm, I don't say, okay, well, I need this, like, but, and, and, you know, and the solution falls out of the sky. No, I'm actually given resources and um, it happens, it helps. Maybe there were certain resources that I used that were not really the best, but, you know, you learn from it and it's like, I don't beat myself up over it. And 
the best thing about this whole experience is really becoming and evolving into a person that you're meant to evolve into, if that makes any sort of sense. Where you can just look at yourself and say, you know what, I've come a long way, you know. Um, Some people will go over time and not try to, you know, embark on change. Some of them will just stay, you know, as they are. But, you know, throughout this journey, my friends, the main focus should really be on, you know, you go through life, but at the same time, you're mindful of you. You're mindful of those that you love and, you know, the ones that are in your life that you really have to take care of, the ones that are taking care of you. My children... As weird as it sounds, they take care of me. And I'm not saying they, you know, yes, they do. They, they try to take care of me when I'm sick. They make me some hot and sour soup when I'm sick. My 10-year-old learned how to cook, and I'm proud of him. You know, they'll make some cup of noodle for me. They're awesome kids. When they're not being turds, but they're awesome kids. But they take care of me. And the reason why they take care of me, other than those small gestures, They take care of me because they give me a reason every day to strive to be a better person. They take care of me because when I see them, I find peace and I'm grateful. They take care of me because they provide me a reason to have gratitude and to be grateful to be alive. They give me reasons to... Be a good example, especially during the times that I feel like I want to fall off and, you know, just I feel like there's no hope. I haven't had those days lately since I've had my children. And I know that for some people that can be hard because it's like they just they focus on the negative. And, you know, when you see the the brighter things of what what's going on in your life, that is where things get better for you. That's where you know, you don't, for, you don't remember all the problems. You just go with it. And it's one, literally one step at a time, one day at a time. But you make the most of those days. Was it a good day? Sometimes we focus on, oh my God, I had such a horrible day. You wake up on the wrong side of the bed. You stub your shin or you stub your toe on the edge of the bed. Or you forget your lunch or you get a flat tire And we're like, this will just ruin my day. No, it hasn't. It's just part of your day. It's just part of your day. You pick up and you keep going. You know, I really try to show my children that, that type of attitude where, you know, a few, many episodes ago, I talked about my starter on my car. It wouldn't work. And I had to navigate through different solutions. How am I going to get my children to school? What can I do? And, you know, being a single mom, divorce is very ugly. Divorce in general is very ugly. Because, unfortunately, there's a lot of things that, you know, are tied into it. Now, if if you were previously, if your ex is somebody that doesn't give a flying hoot about anybody but himself 
and doesn't even care about himself and where his life is headed, sometimes you're in for a real treat. And I'm speaking through experience. Sometimes you'll just get all these surprises where you're just like, how do I deal with this? And I will be 100% honest with you guys. There are times where I'm kicking myself in the ass because, excuse my language, because I'm like, why did I marry this asshole? You know, because here I am now getting screwed over. But then I remember and I look at my two boys and I'm saying to myself, well, this is why. And maybe I'm going through this for a reason. It's to strengthen me. Many negative people will say things like, oh, you're, that's your karma right there. These are the narcissist people that you got to stay away from. These are the toxic people you got to stay away from. My ex has told me, oh, yeah, you know, um, something's coming your way and this, this and that. And, you know, karma's a bitch. And, you know, I have my mother's telling, you know, posting crap all over Facebook saying a debt will be paid. And it's like truly in their eyes, I have totally done absolutely everything wrong and I have victimized myself and perhaps you know there was a time where I was playing victim because I didn't know what to do I didn't know where to go you know at that point it was just it was just me and I was trying to find myself out of that depression but nobody in in my life at that time really cared. I had friends that, of course, I I can't really, you know, I I don't want to burden them and rely on them. So, you know, I did turn to family and family was there for a short period of time. And I'm not sure exactly what happened, but they were no longer there for me. And they decided to, you know, I don't want to say take sides, but they favored my ex-husband more. And I find it very hurtful and You know, that's why I chose to just stay away because it was hard. It was very hard to to get through this and remember all of the hurtful things that occurred while my children and I were still living with him. And, you know, just to know that nobody on my my side of the family cared. And I'm being, you know, I'm being judged and, you know, criticized for being in a new relationship. Now, I know many people might think that, well, you know, you did just get a divorce or you did just file for a divorce. People have their opinions on that. And I will be honest, my friends, when I was still married and everything was still decently okay, I remember seeing other people within my circle of friends and I remember judging them like, wow, they don't waste any time. But, you know, I've learned that when you stop, when you stop, start judging people, God or the universe will put you in those shoes so you could see what it's like. And he has. So I no longer can judge anybody. Because here's the thing. I'm going to touch base on new relationships Like, you know, I'm no therapist and perhaps a therapist will, there might be a therapist that will say, you should wait 
and find yourself? Well, I do believe that you need to have positive influences in your life. There's a difference between entering another toxic relationship. Now, some people probably don't have that mindset where, especially for us who were in a previous relationship with a narcissist or a drug abuser, whatever, you, you know what I mean? You get gaslighted, you get love bomb, and it's like, you know, we seek so much approval. For those of us also that were in an abusive, you know, maybe relationship with our parents who were narcissists. You know, after doing thorough research, I found that the reason why I, you know, I was like, why, why am I surrounded by narcissists? You know, I, I realized I was not only getting over a divorce, but I was getting over things that were going on in the past with my mom. It's hard. I do hope that eventually me and her can make amends and, you know, things will be okay. But for now, I just have to love her love her from afar and I know that she's angry with me and I know that you know I'm the bad guy and I'm okay with that but I need to take care of myself but the point that I was getting I know that I'm jumping all over the place here but the point that I was getting at was or is it's hard for us sometimes you know you are in that vulnerable state of mind and perhaps at some point I was myself. But I do believe that I was hurting a lot. I've experienced losing myself and being alone while I was still living with my ex-husband. Because during those times that he was out and about and leaving me and the boys out by him, you know, out of his life and just leaving in the middle of the night and you know we felt alone I felt like a single mom and I had told him you know what I want to thank you for preparing me to be a single mom because I have to do it anyways during those times my friends I had I remember going through these thoughts in my head and I was thinking to myself Wow, I remember every week just kept coming quicker and quicker. There was no, nothing to look forward to on the weekends. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. I stopped going to my business meetings. I stopped, goodness, I even stopped bathing sometimes for three days. That's what depression does to you. And you know what I mean? It's like, but I was happy with my kids. There were times where I would get out of bed and I'd be like, you know what? Let's go for a bike ride. Let's take a walk, you know? I would take walks to recharge myself and, you know, reflect on things. So I believe I did have a lot of time and I did spend many months doing that. And I remember constantly, like, this would be when I was doing laundry. I would think to myself, well, I don't know if I have what, it's ta what it takes to be a single mom. So while I was still living with my ex-husband and going through all of this you know, chaos and these emotions and things, you know, that's honestly when I started 
I started to act as though I was already a single mom. I started testing and challenging myself like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And, you know, a lot of the things too that was kind of sad and scary was at this point, he had everything. There was no, no, nothing was separated. He knew about everything. He knew about all the finances. He had my, you know, he was not actually able to get and open up a bank account. So everything was under my name, which kind of was my saving grace. But at the same time, it was also a disadvantage. <laughs> and so there we go. It's just, I found myself really trying to rebuild my, you know, my strength while I was there. And so finally, when I got out, I, I believe that, you know, I mean, I had this, I felt so liberated. I was hurting. There were times where I would just curl up into a ball on my air mattress and just, and just cry myself to sleep, like thinking what in, what had happened to my family? Like that was the time that you know, um, I described it as like, you know, you're in a war zone and you're running and running and you escape and you're like, I made it. But then it's like, you realize you put your hand over your wounds and you're like, oh my God, I'm still bleeding. And you didn't realize where you were shot, where it hurts. And then, you know what? The scary thing about that though, is you're in that constant war zone. And this is that time if you're still in your still in that toxic relationship, take this and you feel afraid to leave, take this moment to really rebuild yourself. Give yourself that strength. Think of yourself as a, you know, a captured prisoner. <laughs> you're planning your escape and you're trying to regain your strength and you know, it's horrible, but you know you're you're you're, you're, you're feeding yourself and you're trying to get yourself, even though you feel weak, do what you can to get yourself strong. You know, I mean, it's not literal where you're, you know, I, God, I hope you're not being chained down to a basement getting starved, but I know that's what your soul feels like. Do what you can to feed your soul and get yourself strength to get out, to escape, because you could do it. You know, many people might think that it wasn't so bad for me. I didn't share a whole lot. And my ex-husband, he was a charmer. He's very good at talking to people and manipulating people. I don't want to spend the whole time bad-mouthing, but that's, that's the truth. A lot of people that are narcissists and people that have encountered narcissists, you guys understand what I'm talking about. This is that whole smear campaign that you have to go through. And I will tell you, if you feed into it, it will eat you up alive. You have to build that bubble around you and just don't care. And just focus, find a good target and just focus on that. Don't allow, you cannot allow that to eat you up. You need to stay away. That's the best way to go about it. But I'm sorry, once again, getting back into the new relationships. This is why I felt that I was okay with pursuing, you know, at that time, a flourishing friendship. I like that. 
a flourishing friendship, a flourishing friendship. And, you know, I found so much positive energy with my boyfriend. You know, we were able to talk about goals and we listened to each other. There was no, you know, when you've been in a toxic relationship, you know what it's like. You should definitely understand. And it's hard, but really keep your sensors up with that. You know, and when you find somebody that's there for you and, you know, of course things are not going to be perfect, but when you guys are able to have these discussions and they, they're really mindful about what you talk about and how you feel and they do everything in their power to prevent those misunderstandings from happening again, you know that you're in a very healthy relationship. As long as you guys could keep that consistent, then you're good. And that's how it is for me. I may have started this a bit early, but I really believe that things happen for a reason. And things have been flowing smoothly. There's been a little bit of rocky areas, not like horribly like big pothole, but you know, kind of like with the stream where the stream kind of goes over the little pebbles and stuff, or not the pebbles, but the big rocks. So it flows kind of smoothly, but not really. (laughs) But, you know, you're able to talk it out. You know what I mean? It's like every single individual is like a diamond. You go through through things, excuse me, to smoothen yourself out. And you're constantly doing that. And that's how relationships are as well. They're not going to be perfect. But you grow together. You know, and even if things don't work out with this flourishing friendship of you guys, if you find one, just know that that person was there for a reason. That person was there to teach you a lesson, not in a bad way, but to show you something, to share with you a part of their world that you can now take in and you can take a part of that with you. And another thing that you can look at is bump into more people. Make an impact in other people's lives. You know, let your children see what you do for others. I'm not saying be a codependent and try to save the world. (laughs) I'm saying go out there and connect with people. Connect with them, with your heart and with your soul. Be kind. And that way, be kind to yourself as well. Because you're finding peace. My friends, my entire life, I've always been anxious. Scared of the unknown. You know, my life was like... I want to describe it as... It's like... You know, when you see those, I guess it's those Western movies with the horse and the carriage and the horse is just going out of control and you no longer have control with the horse. The horse is just going wild and you're on that wagon and you're just afraid of what's going to happen. Are you going to fall off a a canyon or are you going to like, is the horse going to stop and you're going to flip over? You have no idea. That's how my life has been. 
There were times where I had a study, you know, a sturdy ride with the horse was, you know, the horse was tamed and, but there were times when the horse wasn't. So having to find peace truly is my biggest blessing. And for my children as well, because I wanted to break the cycle of having that, you know, high strung environment and always being anxious and always being angry. And, you know, I, I, I knew that I wanted to take them away from that. And many will probably frown upon that because I'm keeping them away from people that I shouldn't be keeping them away from, like their father and, you know, they're my side of the family. But there's a reason for that. My soul is telling me that that's the best way to go. There's really not much, you know, to it. So, you know, I just, I really wish the best for you guys, you know, um, again, thank you for still staying connected with me and I hope that I can you know, meet a few of you guys someday and I hope you guys can share your story with me and um, just tell me how everything's going for you. Stay positive. Keep the faith and keep going. I believe that's all I have for you guys for today. I'm glad that I was able to record an episode. It's been a few days, but, you know, it's been a good, busy few days. I'm trying my best to stay productive and um, I think that's the best route. Allow yourself to feel as well, but you know, keep going. It'll get better. So once again, thanks for listening to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. Um, Until the next time, please be kind to yourself. Take care of yourself and we will get through this together. Bye for now.